Hello and welcome to the Hitbox, River Radio's Tuesday night gaming show. My name is Tom and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Gabriel and Billy. On tonight's show, we're starting off with Hitbox Highlights. If you've not listened to a show before containing Hitbox Highlights, let me just give a rundown of it very quickly. We each bring to the table or bring to the mic a basically a... Uh, a quirk, a perk, a feature of a game that maybe none of us have really heard before. Maybe perhaps it could be a story, um, be it in-game or out-game, something to do with the gaming world, uh, just to sort of surprise, give that wow factor to uh, to each other. And then after we've all done that, we vote as um, as threes on to, to whose, whose thing was the best, I guess you could say. There's no really other better way of explaining that, is there, guys? It's just uh, mm. bring something cool mm. to the table, and try and impress the others and then give it give it a vote. So right. After that, we have the well, Billy is taking over the um main event showcase today. And that is the Xbox Bethesda live stream showcase event, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I was too busy to watch it on Sunday, but Billy, you you've covered pretty much most of it, or at least uh caught up with everything that went down. So it'll be interesting to hear what you have to say about that. And then, obviously, we are finishing off with the weekly news roundup. So, guys, starting off with Hitbox Highlights. Billy, I'm going to hand it over to you to start with, mate. Okay. So, th- this was a little cool thing I, I found out while I was obviously looking all this stuff up. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming you, you know what Final Fantasy is, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So... Until Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy VI was the last one of these, did you know that Final Fantasy numbered games, so, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, mm. were all Nintendo exclusives? Really? Yes. And then, because Nintendo refused to switch from cartridge, which they still haven't really done, they're still on, like, the little things instead of CDs, which pretty much yeah. everyone else uses, yeah. uh, Square Enix moved away for Final Fantasy VII, which is, like, possibly the biggest Final Fantasy game ever. Hmm... There, there was an advert that was like uh, that said, someone get the guys who make cartridge games a cigarette and a blindfold. Possibly the greatest game ever made is available only on PlayStation. Good thing, if it were available on cartridge, it'd retail for around $1,200. I found it very, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> is that their valuation of the game then? Uh, I think it's the amount of cartridges you'd need to be able to actually play Final oh, Fantasy really? VII on, really? on, a, on a Nintendo 64. Jeez. Yeah, that's... Uh... So it's an odd one, really, in, in terms of Nintendo doing that. I guess it's they're, they're so oh, I wouldn't say they're old school because obviously they're very innovative <laughs> and everything like that. But it's they like their uh, they like their old fashioned ways, I guess you could say. Yeah, I think I mean it's just bizarre to me that Final Fantasy was ever a Nintendo exclusive because that's not the image I have in my head of it at all. I've never really thought of it as a Nintendo exclusive. I can't I can't like I don't think I I think the last Final Fantasy I played i'm looking to even think which one it is it was around a friend's house i don't think i've ever owned one um probably somewhere around 2011 <laughs> so i don't know whether you know which one that would be billy but yeah not the hell. i, I want to say 13 or 13 2 who knows there's so many of them <laughs> there are yeah uh well brilliant that's, uh, that sure is interesting <laughs> and, and and uh worthy of a potential point gabriel Moving on to you next, mate. Yes, so on the hitbox, Minecraft has made itself quite a regular fixture, given that it's one of the most successful games of all time. Previously, I've come out with some Minecraft-related facts, but I thought hitbox highlights would be the perfect opportunity to remind our listeners of just how much time the human race actually spends playing the game. Oh, dear. (laughs) I'm glad you (laughs) said that, Big numbers incoming. Yes, definitely. So in 2020, Sportskeeda, which is a sports and esports news website, released a research piece on Minecraft and how much estimated time players have spent on the game. Before I say anything like quick disclaimer, it's important to know that the reason why this figure is so contentious is that Minecraft can be played offline, meaning that not all time can be tracked literally in real time. So, you know, because it's off server, off all of that. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail about how Sportskeeda estimated the number. Uh, we'll link the di- uh, article on our Discord. But to summarise, they looked at averages from China's version of the game over the last four years, which is actually because of the way 
and you know how games are always funny that they can essentially track the time a lot more effectively and more accurately so that meant that that could then be scaled up based on global population and general minecraft figures etc um but yeah i just want to say is there any guesses for how much time has been spent uh, Uh over the last four years and i'll give you a clue it will be in million years Million years, good lord! Yes, was, I was uh, thinking it would be. I think it would just be something—a ridiculous number. A, a ridic- two hundred million years. Two hundred million years from Billy. Yes, because you've got so many people playing it, and then the hours that they put in. I reckon everyone who's bought Minecraft probably puts like at least, or maybe like. On average, about sixty days, maybe even more, playing Minecraft. Do you reckon, in terms of like people who don't play it and people who play it like every day for the past God knows how many years? I reckon even more than that, up to like mm-hmm. a, a year on average. Um, I don't know. It's going to be ridiculous. It's like nine hundred million bajillion. <laughs> well, it's only think- the last. Uh, it's only the last four years, so it's not necessarily since it was first created so right okay bear that in mind right okay so that's 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 the last four years okay so we're turning that down slightly i've got Mm. have i got to be more realistic or am i just thinking of something insane? (laughs) i think the figure you gave is a little bit crazy to be fair okay that that would be mad in four years (laughs) (laughs) okay maybe maybe something like 350 million let's say let's say something like that Okay, so so basically higher than Billy's. Um, yeah. But yeah, I will say that it is 68.22 million years, right? Now, just to put that into perspective, going back that, that amount of time would take us into the last 2 million years of the Cretaceous period, a time <laughs> when the very first primates appeared on Earth. Good and hu- the human race, I think, sort of came into existence about seven million years ago so <laughs> basically all the time spent on minecraft in the last four years goes back beyond all of that that is oh, that's so mental that's <laughs> honestly <laughs> ridiculous yeah just, just thinking that if you if you put everyone's sort of play time on like a timeline and they play uh, after each other Imagine that just yeah. Oh my. yeah, I think my I think my guess of 900 million years is a bit <laughs> ridiculous now, but still high. that that number blows my mind. That mm. is honestly mental. I mean, I, we get it, it's the most popular game, but when you're talking bit like millions and millions of years, <laughs> yeah, it's mad. I like that. I like that a lot. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna come in with a bit of a story behind my one. I was speaking to my friends online, playing games and whatever, and I decided that I should probably uh, choose to to play some some new games because I've been so addicted to the likes of Valorant and League of Legends and and so on that I was asking my mates, oh, what what game have you played recently in the past few years? I should definitely just go and buy." And all of my friends said, "Red Dead Redemption 2. and I I fully agree with them. That that game is one that I should play for sure and I still haven't got my hands on it yet but I will do and they've just sort of like spent the past week trying to convince me and I was sort of they were discussing it one night and and I was like well they were talking about all the details and stuff I was like well surely surely it's not that detailed but they're like they they came up with a list and I I noted these all down Uh, and I also did some research myself so I've actually got a few different cool mini uh not easter eggs but sort of things that you can find in red dead redemption 2 that just shows you how in depth and detailed this game is which honestly it's what's convincing me at the moment to uh spend the money buying it so first off first off we've got um when you whether there's a character or a cutscene. again i haven't seen seen or played this game yet there's a character that demonstrates a proper way to walk behind the horse by keeping your hand on the horse's back and then walking around it so you don't get uh don't get kicked and everything so yeah that may sound pretty you know well it's just a, an animation but obviously they've done their research in horse handling everything like that and maybe that's you know so, some games might not include that but that's the first one so we're starting off there 
uh, suppose there's grizzly bears in a game, which I didn't realize. But when a grizzly bear is chasing you, if you choose to stand your ground, the bear will often not attack and lose interest in fighting you. So if you get attacked by a grizzly bear in this game, if you just stand still and look at it, it has the chance of just not fighting you. And I think that's like an actual characteristic of a grizzly bear is that if you stand up tall and sort of put your hands up in the air, it's, uh, yeah. It, um, they shows sort of, dominance or whatever Yeah, it shows it dominance or if you just stand still and don't move, they sort of see you less as a, less as a threat or a, a target, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, this one I found <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I love getting uh, drunk in video games. This the context is right. As you get more drunk in in, uh, in Red Dead Redemption Two, the text prompts become less and less readable. No, I think that's hilarious. So if you go to the 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 bar or whatever and keep drinking, the uh, the menu text or whatever it is um, to choose your weapon or or whatever's on the map and uh, on the HUD even. Uh, I did know that readable. one. They, they, well, just because they have a mission, it, and I'm try, not spoiling anything here, but and it's all about drinking in a bar. Really? The mission really? is basically just getting smashed. <laughs> and it's so yeah. fun. It's really funny. That's cool. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just those sort of things that just, it makes you sort of fall in love with a game. And I can see why my mates are so, so badly trying to, um, trying to get me to play it. I've got a few more. Uh, Arthur's pupils, who's I figured out is the the main the main Donny. Uh, they actually like dilate in different lightings. So at night they become larger, and in daytime they become smaller. Which is another cool, interesting fact that. that you know, right? They didn't have to put that in the game. There's probably like five people in the world that have actually realised that, unless <laughs> and uh, unless they've uh, they found it on a post online. Uh, also in the industrial area. In uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, there in the in the water near near those areas, there's actually like a sort of sheen lighting of like oil effects on the water's surface. That's another great detail of uh, how how much they've sort of thought about the the location and the the area and how you know these industrial areas affect the the natural water sources there. So you know that sort of like oily um texture that you can find on, on on certain sort of oil splashes and whatever that's there yeah and uh finally horses again um wild horses and stabled horses have different hooves so stabled horses you can actually see in like a few animations that they have the actual hooves the metal hooves on and obviously the wild horses don't so that's just another great in-depth bit of uh such well something that you just would you don't need to have in a game, but they've just gone this extra mile of, uh, you know, encompassing everything that just makes the game so realistic. It's crazy. Definitely. Uh, honestly, but what, just... what I find so fascinating about that is there was only one that I even knew about. And you can play that game religiously for months or however yeah. long it took me to complete and i never noticed a single one of those amazing details yeah. they added probably because i was so distracted and immersed in all the other amazing <laughs> things they've done and it's just so yeah. it's so testament to how good that game is really uh, i think i think the way i'd put it and i i think which is just when you put it in this sort of context it's really sort of make amplifies the the greatness of it i think it's just because it's so realistic and so natural looking and everything just is the way it should be as in it would be like that actually in that period of time and in real life it looks so natural that you don't spot it and you don't notice it and you're like you, you, it's nothing nothing saying oh look at those the horse's feet you know oh that's that's got hooves that doesn't oh that's one's wild that one's in a stable like there's no there's no reason why your brain should sort of click when you see those things but it's just so naturally you know i don't know how else to explain it but i just think that's 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 proper cool and yes i'm definitely going to buy this game in the next <laughs> few months and play it so good there we are right now it's time to vote, guys. This is the, the hardest part of the show. I always feel bad for uh, voting against someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start off and I'm going to say, Gabriel, I was more impressed with your one. Sorry, Billy. I, nah, I just think I, I just think the, the time scale of, of 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 that Minecraft, you know, even in the four years, 
let's put let's put this into context. We're talking online. Is it? Did you say in the Chinese server? Chinese. This, this would no. This, so this would be accounting for effectively single player localized play right. as well. But yeah. uh, and then obviously using China's numbers for rep, like as the base for it, but yeah. then scaling it uh, globally makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. But even still, that is just absolutely mind-boggling. So, yeah, I'm going to have to say you, Gabriel. Awesome. Um, right, since I've given you the point to make this more exciting, Gabriel, what are you choosing? Well, I have to be honest, I can't help but feel like my uh, my vote has been almost bought here because I'm <laughs> obsessed with Red Dead Redemption 2. Tactics are coming out. Yeah, but, you know, I with, with that, I have to say it, it goes to Tom purely because, yeah, I love I love a good bit of appreciation for Red Dead Redemption 2. And it was, you know, I, I didn't know almost all of them. So for me, that was quite, you know, mind blown, really. And, and the thing is, I probably could come back next time we do Hitbox Highlights and give you another list of things that happen in Red Dead that that you haven't known about that's still proper cool. So maybe maybe I might pull out the card to at least get one vote each uh, each month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Billy, you're, it's in your hands, mate. I'm not going to lie. It is. I have the power of victory or defeat. And I, I now feel uh-huh. bad about voting against you. So. <laughs> well, to say Gabriel also voted against me. True. So it's not that true. much of a disadvantage. True. I think, I think I'm going to have to go with Gabriel on this one. That's fair enough. Like all, all those little details are, are really impressive. And it, put, it does speak a lot to the care and attention that uh, that they put into Red Dead Redemption Two. But like the sheer scale of how much people must have played Minecraft is, is just it's just mind boggling. You can't yeah. put that you can't put that time into perspective. There's there's literally no way of sort of really thinking about it. Yeah. It's, pro- it's the problem with our human brains is we just can't visualize or or even contemplate that length of time. It's just ridiculous how long that is. So. Yeah, honestly, mind-boggling. There we go. So well done, Gabriel. You win this week. Yes. Fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm clawing that, one back. Is that two or two or three now in the uh, the old hitbox highlights, or is that? I think that's it's definitely two. Yeah. Uh, okay. Start three. keeping track of this at some point. Yeah. <laughs> we, should, we, should, <laughs> we should keep a leaderboard. I know I'm on one, so there's that. Okay. Billy, I think you're probably on two as well. That would yeah. make sense. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that tracks. If I'm on two and Gabriel's on two, and, and you are on one. 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 Yes, we've uh, done five so, so far. Five. We'll months. write we'll write that down somewhere. Yeah, and come back to it. Cool. Um, yeah, it's fitting because I think Gabriel are doing quiz next week, aren't you? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. means, unfortunately, I can't win a point, but I will, <laughs> I'll I'll make it very difficult for you, hopefully you two to win a point. You wouldn't. You wouldn't, have, what, you wouldn't want it anyway, Gabriel. Let's. Be <laughs> yeah, well, I can't even. Uh, I can't even. <laughs> deny that to be this, honest. Is, this is when you make the quiz now just based on purely games billy's create yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> i've never played just despite me yeah. you've dug your grave <laughs> oh, oh. okay okay <laughs> moving on now ladies and gentlemen to billy well we're handing it over to billy he's going to take over this because he is the the man with the knowledge uh this week xbox bethesda showcase it happened last sunday i think it started yes. about 6 p.m if i'm correct yeah, it, it lasted about an hour and a half, started around six o'clock. It was really interesting. There's loads of loads and loads of games. Uh, if you've not been paying attention to sort of gaming world recently, there have been about a million different showcases of various types. Like all the all the websites are screaming about, oh, this got released and we announced this thing, and oh, look at the cool gameplay trailer that these people put together for their game. Um, there's just there was just there's just so much stuff to talk about. So we're going to be talking about that over the next, I think, couple of weeks, aren't we? Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah. But for today, the, the Xbox Possessor Showcase, which we're mostly talking about, partly because that's the one that I watched the most because I was really interested in it. <laughs> um, but also because there's there's some cool stuff. There's there's a lot of games that I know that like Tom is going to be excited about some of the news we've got. Very, that, very much so. Yeah. And uh, Gab- Gabriel is, of course, an Xbox gamer. Yeah, I'm very Great. excited. Yeah. Uh, so... The, the Xbox Bethesda showcase started off with a game called Redfall. Now, have either of you guys heard of this before? Because I, I have to be honest, I hadn't heard of it before the showcase. I don't think so. I, I I mean, I could have seen it somewhere, but I'm pretty sure that's new to me. Yeah, it's new to me. Okay. Yeah, uh, so Redfall, for those unaware, which is apparently most of us, <laughs> is, <laughs> is. A, a four-player co-op shooter, thinking the style of, like, Back for Blood or the obvious one, right? Being Left for Dead. Yeah. Uh, 
It's by Arcane, who you might know as the makers of Prey and Dishonored, which is mm-hmm. why it's in the Xbox Bethesda showcase, because they are owned by Bethesda. Uh, so it, it looks really interesting. It seems to be like themed around vampires. So it's not, not your usual zombie shooter. Uh, and it gave us, there's a gameplay trailer, which obviously just actually has a heads up for all these things. All this stuff has videos attached to it. You should probably go and watch them. I'm not going to be able to describe everything you're going to want to see. I'm sure uh, if you type in the name of the, the game that Billy is mentioning, you will be able to find it on YouTube pretty quickly. So. Almost certainly, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, there's showed off some of the characters. There's some really cool stuff. There's like a vampire. There's someone with a, a robot companion and a vampire killing machine gun, which is just awesome to be able to say. Um, uh, there's a person with an invisibility cloak and like this weird spectral crow thing that I wasn't quite sure what it really was, but it, it just looked kind of cool. Uh, oh, and they also had like the Dead Eye ability from Red Dead Redemption. Nice. Which, uh, yeah. So that'd that be that good on a zombies game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that was kind of cool. That wasn't really what I was paying attention, much attention to because the next thing that came up was something I've been quite excited for. So I, you guys have heard of Hollow Knight, right? 2017 smash yes. indie yeah. game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We have finally we have a gate. We still don't have a date. Um, actually, I'll come back to that in a second. Hold <laughs> that thought. But uh, uh, but they have finally given us a gameplay trailer for the sequel, Hollow Knight Silk Song, which is uh, stars uh, not the the Hollow Knight themselves. It's Hornet who you actually fought in Hollow Knight as a boss, and they're sort of exploring a, a new kingdom, not not the original Hollow Nest. Uh, but it's still got the same sort of Metrovania explanation, same ex- sorry, explanation, exploration even. <laughs> uh, and it's still got the same kind of combat style. Looks, it, it looks like a solid sequel, basically. Uh, but to circle back to that point about no, no games announcements, everything in this Xbox Bethesda showcase is supposed to come out in the next year. Now, there are obviously no guarantees. Games get delayed. All sorts of stuff can happen. But they are all scheduled to be released by June 2023, which is just kind of awesome. Yeah, that's um, very exciting. There's, as I said, there's a lot of games. I think there's something like 30 games announced this this showcase, by the way, wow. which is utterly insane. Because normally in any kind of gaming showcase, you don't you see stuff that's like, oh, we're going to release with we, like here's the first gameplay trailer. Here's something we're going to release in you know four or five years. Or actually, if you're Bethesda, you announce that Elder Scrolls Six might eventually happen, and they just never give a state <laughs> for it. Um, because I still remember that. I'm still not over it. Six seconds of cinematic <laughs> oh. footage again, and yeah, four oh, more years, guys. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> if if they had. I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty sure that at the time they were like, "We're not going to really start working on this until after we finish Starfield," and we'll talk more about yes. Starfield later because that's what they capped this showcase with: is Starfield, and it looked pretty cool. What I do like to see is the fact, you know, we've been going on about these companies making progressively more money as we've been doing our countdown, mm-hmm. but at least they're rewarding us with a greater selection of games by the sounds of it. They're and- scaling. That's it. That's the <laughs> scaling aspect of it all. Exactly. It's, uh, it's just becoming so, um, well, so much money in the industry. And when you have that to invest, you know, you're producing games left, right and centre that more people will buy, you know, more money will be made and it just keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of people who, who are getting into uh, the gaming industry, Rick and Morty co-creator, uh, Justin, I'm going to try and pronounce his last name now, Royland? Justin Royland, yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, has developed a sci-fi shooter that is coming out in October. It is an FPS and you run around as... Uh, basically a bounty hunter because apparently in this universe humans are like drugs to aliens or something it's very weird because it's by the people who created rick and morty and they are uh odd to say the least there's wait so hang on is it a spin-off or is it uh... it's an unrelated property so it's not actually right. based on rick and morty as far as i'm aware unless they're gonna like spin it around or else be like actually rick and morty were in this universe too <laughs> the whole time which right. wouldn't surprise me does yeah. it have does it have the um the same visual aspect or is there any sort of photos or, or you know does it is it a cartoon is it supposed to be the same sort of comedy aspect or is it completely different so it is going to have that sort of quirky comedy yeah sort of off the wall humor thing nice. by the looks of it uh but i'm it, it doesn't really seem to have it's not it's not the same look it's not cartoony because it is it's a it's a first person fps it's you know first right. person fps what am i saying uh but yeah it, it's a lot more 
traditionally it, it's got the same sort of design features to it so you can expect things to look sort of same but it's all like 3d and shiny graphics rather than the sort of drawing style you see in yeah. Rick and Morty nice uh but yeah like you have stuff like living guns that, that can talk to you and will give their take on events and all sorts of equally wacky and weird stuff that you'd expect from this sort of thing uh but yeah that looks kind of interesting and kind of cool uh, was there we'll any Ooh. yeah was no. there any information on um whether there was a campaign and multiplayer or was it just campaign based or what multiplayer based what we didn't see a huge amount of it uh but by the looks of it, it there's there's not a huge amount of what we saw it um i think it's going to be a mostly single player thing by the looks of it rather yep. than a uh, a multiplayer thing but it it might have some sort of uh, multiplayer aspect to it the comparison one comparison i saw made was to like something like ratchet and clank rather than right. something like halo or uh, or your call of duties so it's not so much focused on the gameplay i think i think it might be a little more story based which i suppose makes sense that place sort of Royland's strengths i feel mm, yes. i'm really excited for it to be honest yeah uh in other news, a little bit of news, because there's lots of Xbox. Oh, yeah. Half this stuff, by the way, is coming to Xbox Game Pass. I cannot actually remember which half. There is a graphic that you can go find out on the internet somewhere. That's I, like I have got one. one. I have got one right ah. in front of me. If, if you want, I don't know if I want to spoil it all, but uh, I can go through that if you want. It's um... no, Yeah, no, if you, if you could just be like, oh, this game is coming out on Xbox Game Pass, please do, because oh, I'd yes. say like half okay. of them are. I will try and spot them on, on there when you, when you mention them. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, speak, speaking of Game Pass, as it were, Riot Games are moving a lot of their titles to Game Pass. So mm-hmm. you've got stuff like League of Legends, uh, League of Legends Wild Rift, Valorant, Legends of Runeterra, Teamfight Tactics, all that sort of stuff. Now, a lot of those games are obviously free to play anyway, but apparently once they're on Xbox Game Pass, uh, a lot of the, the purchasable stuff is going to become free to people who have it on Game Pass, which is just kind of cool. Yes, so this is my, uh, my forte with Riot Games because I play a lot of their stuff. Uh, League of Legends is basically giving everyone who, I guess, gets it on Game Pass or creates an account via Game Pass. I'm not quite sure how it's going to work. Maybe you can link your old account. Uh, that is to be decided. But essentially, you unlock all the characters for free. Now, the game is the game is free, but you know I've been playing for what a year and a half now, and I've probably unlocked under half of them, um, and I haven't put any money in, obviously. So think about you know you get maybe two years two and a half years of playing to 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 unlock these uh these characters without spending any money uh but you can do it for for free instantly with game pass and that's the same with uh, league of legends world rift and i'm pretty sure valorant as well i could be wrong yes by the looks of things and then there's some stuff unlocked in legends of runeterra and teamfight tactics but not quite everything like it is in the other two teamfight tactics probably be the battle pass i'd assume because that's the only thing you can really purchase other than um, it's individual... it said select little legends oh le- little I... legends right yeah so it's like the individual things you can buy that you're your your own champion i guess you could say there you go then uh, i can't really speak more than that i am not a huge riot games player so i unfortunately yeah. am <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the time sync calls yes i know uh but yeah moving on uh they also announced they well, was a new gameplay trailer, not actually an announcement, for a Plague's Tale Requiem. Now, a Plague's Tale Innocence came out a little while back. It's this sort of like ultra realistic, murdery Game of Thrones style uh, medieval thing. I've got to be honest, I kind of skipped over this one. I wasn't a huge fan of, of the first game, uh, but there's there's some interesting stuff in there. It's it's just kind of cool to see that they are still working on the series and it's going even darker, which is going to be interesting. Uh, but yeah, it, it ought to be cool because it's about basically two children trying to survive uh, the medieval world, although they are not quite children anymore. I think one of them is, a, is an actual adult now. It's uh, also on Game Pass. So there, we are. Ah, there you go. Uh, the next thing, which is almost something Gabriel would really like, is Forza Motorsport. <laughs> not <laughs> quite what Gabriel actually wants, which is another Forza Horizon, I assume. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the next Forza Motorsport finally got a gameplay trailer. It's, you know, as ultra realistic as you could possibly expect from Forza Motorsport, they're doing things like ray tracing. And when you collide with other cars, we're going to model how the paint comes off the side and all, all that extremely hyper-realistic detail. Uh, it's, again, not really my thing, but basically if you want a gaming, if you want a racing game that's like as ultra realistic and true to life as possible, this is basically the one you want to get. 
Interesting. I, I, I didn't know if that was going to be because didn't they announce the DLC as well? They did. They did. I was going to come to that a bit later. But yes, they've also announced DLC for, I want to say, Horizon 5. Forza Horizon 5. Yeah. Yes, I've written it, it down yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, and it's the, the Hot Wheels DLC, which I'm pretty sure they've done for other titles in the series mm-hmm. as well. Indeed. Uh, which is basically, here's some Hot Wheels cars. Here's some utterly bizarre tracks. Have fun and race on them. <laughs> so pretty good summary, yeah. yeah. Essentially, the... Uh... Yeah, but that that is as wacky and wild as and, and as basically as non-realistic as you expect from Forza Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're also doing Microsoft Flight Simulator, which is, as I think we've maybe mentioned slightly on the show before, is Microsoft's oldest property. It actually predates Windows, which was bizarre to me when I found out about <laughs> it. Uh, how does that? How is that even? Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's insane. Uh, but yeah, the 40th anniversary is coming up, which tells you how long it is. They're adding a whole bunch of new vehicles, uh, one of which is, of course, Halo Pel- the Halo's Pelican, which is the, the dropship that they use in uh, those games, which, again, I've never played a Halo game, so... No, that re- that, that that's ringing all kinds of bells in my mind, like the, the Pelican, yeah. yeah. That's probably one of the most iconic... Well, they're all iconic, so it's not like one can be more iconic than the other. But you know what I mean, you know. Yeah. Definitely, any Halo fans probably go mad over that. Oh yeah, it was it was great because when obviously they had the chat during the live stream where I was watching this, and because of the way they introduced these, they never introduced them by going here's it is. They started playing the Halo theme, so the chat went berserk. <laughs> uh, but that was kind of cool. Now, and a bit of news that Tom, I'm sure, has been waiting for for many, many. <laughs> Many, many minutes. I already know what you're talking about. I already know what you're talking about. I don't even have to mention it anymore than that, but it is, of course, Overwatch 2, which is a little weird to see here because Blizzard are not yet owned by Microsoft. No. Um, But they they are hoping to be, so they've apparently been lumped in here. So Overwatch 2, we finally have an early access date. It is October 4th of this year. Uh, There's also a new hero that has been announced, the Junker Queens, tank hero. Uh, So it's got a gameplay trailer. And I think that it's hinting towards that they're going to do another animated short for her, which would be cool because I love Overwatch's animated shorts. They're so good. Um, they just need to do more of they're, them. They're so good. They are the they are one of the best things about Overwatch. Yeah. Um, and they've also confirmed that Overwatch 2 is apparently going to be free to play. I'm not quite sure if, if that's certainly yes, accurate. It, I think from what from what my well, my knowledge of it is it's free to play if you've owned Overwatch um, at, at some point. Maybe maybe they're sort of moving that on to uh, everyone, but I assume this means that uh, there's going to be a lot of purchases in the game or something along those lines to make the money. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, we'll see. I mean, Overwatch has always been a slightly uh, loot box heavy game. It's been very heavy on the. Uh, but what's it's, the purely, it's purely it's purely cosmetic. cosmetic. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes, yeah, it it is very it's all cosmetic thus far. To be honest, if I suspect anything, I suspect that the the PvP will be free to play, and if they make you buy anything for money, it will be the the player versus enemies thing, which yeah, is PvP, also yeah. yeah, which I am, I am very interested in. That's the bit of Overwatch that I I've really wanted to get my teeth stuck into for a long time. So nice. hopefully that will be free to play as well. But if it's not, I'm not. I am perfectly willing to shell out a bit of cash for an actual game, which is basically what that will be. <laughs> <laughs> so I like. Oh, that's, that's to me that's always been the most interesting part of games has been the uh, single player the lore at least the lore behind it the whole yeah. world of overwatch yeah the lore mm-hmm. the story the stuff you get to do on your own but yes that that is a conversation for another time i think yes absolutely um, yeah there was a, an interesting trailer for something called ara history unvo- sorry history untold and we said unevolved it's it the trailer was a bit odd it doesn't really give me much detail on how the game was supposed to work but i am told it is a turn based historical grand strategy games so think along the lines of like civilization or you know that humankind sort of yes exactly all, all those sort of uh traditional gameplay uh 4x type gameplay. is it 4x yes that's the word 4x uh i can never remember what 4x actually are but it's that, that's what exploration got, is it's something exploration expansion experience something Maybe? i don't know I don't. I'd never remember what they are, but yeah, <laughs> it looked quite interesting. There was there was a nice trailer for it, um, but we haven't done gameplay yet. And again, this is supposed to come out in the next year, apparently. So we'll see. Uh, also on Game Pass. 
yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, then there were Bethesda's nothing things that I really didn't care about, but we're going to talk about them anyway because they are for their online games. Uh, there is the Pit expansion for Fallout 76, and there is the High Isle expansion for Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, basically, there's new areas to explore, new quests to do, all your usual stuff you'd expect from MMO getting an expansion. Um, the High Isle is set in, if memory serves, Altma, which is where the High Isles you might remember from Skyrim as being basically the villains who run around torturing people and kidnapping them for believing in Talos. That's where they all come from, uh, but this is obviously set well before that. And the pit appears to be some sort of underground slavery, mining, fighting, bandit type thing, as you'd expect in Fallout, um, because Fallout is Fallout. And to mildly misuse a quote from Fallout, Fallout, Fallout never changes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that, we got an announcement for Arc 2, which has got a, a reveal trailer, because it was supposed to come out this year at some point, but it's now been pushed back to 2023. Um, Arc, Arc 1, Arc 5 of Old is also, was also free for some time on Steam it might still be now, I'm not sure uh, you can go check and see if it's still free and pick that up as well if you it was want. definitely on Game Pass before, so I imagine yeah. 2 will it also is yeah, also yeah. is on Game Pass yeah, Absolutely. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the Arc series it's dinosaurs and guns basically you run around and try and uh, capture resources that sort of thing yeah it's... i did it was one of my game of the months actually i can't remember yes. how long ago it was but basically the summary of the game was great concepts really good game but you can basically get really set back by logging off and people ruining everything that you've done while you're on there yeah arc 2 is an interesting one i'm not sure how much they're sticking with the we have to be online thing because this looks like as a bit more of a a story to it almost um, nice interesting also the trailer had vin diesel in it which is just cool because vin diesel is, is kind of cool um <laughs> i'm being serious by the way he's just in it as like a character he doesn't speak or anything but it's definitely him <laughs> he's just chilling um, yeah uh, and then we come to my least favorite trailer of this whole thing which is for scorn which is a biopunk horror shooter which i hated because it's all wriggly fleshy bits and all blah and i don't like it <laughs> I am not a fan of the horror genre in general, so you can imagine how I, I, I reacted to all this. Yeah, as I said, it's, it's biopunk, which means like all the technology is made of people and all that right. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but as I say, it's not my thing. It's, it's a, you know, it's, it looks like horror. You'd think along the lines of like something like Dead Space by the looks of it. Um, very grisly. It's supposed to come out October 21st of this year. Uh, and I believe Tom can confirm that it's coming out on Game Pass for me. It is Game Pass, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Moving from something that I absolutely hate to something that looks kind of cool, is to me at least, is Flintlock The Siege of Dawn, uh, which had a really cool trailer. It was talking about like killing gods and stuff, which is just automatically awesome. It's fantasy, which I love. Uh, and it's all based around like Flintlock weapons. So you've got like, you know, you've got swords and axes and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But also everyone has like muskets and pistols and like really terrible ancient grenade launchers um which is just a cool concept in general i think i think there's not enough like almost modern fantasy this way um although at some point i will have to talk about tactical breach wizards which is a thing that came up in the pc gaming showcase that looks just <laughs> awesome because it's tactical breach wizards how is that not cool tactical um, breach wizards <laughs> yes also it's by the people who made um heat signature which is a game that i've mentioned before on this show and i love so I have lots of reasons to be excited about that. Um, moving away from that, we also have Minecraft Legends. So this I looks saw cool. that, I, yeah. I, and I was very curious. And to be honest, I kind of wanted to come in cold to this. I'm very much. I'm looking yeah. forward to what you have to say. It looks like a, it's a really interesting looking game. Actually, it's another spit off. It's a bit like Dungeons that method. It's not actually another Minecraft game. It's just got sort of the style to it. It's some sort of like an action strategy game where you're sort of uniting the overworld against the nether who are invading, which already sounds like something that I've always wanted, you know, Minecraft to actually be able to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really recommend you go and watch the, the trailer for it. It's coming to Xbox and PC, uh, which isn't that surprising because as you might know, PC has uh, recently merged its Minecraft variants. We talked about that a little while ago as part of our gaming news set roundup. Um, but yeah, by the looks of it, there's going to be a lot of, uh, how do I put this, 
minion leading so you're gonna you're gonna be able to fight stuff yourself but you're also gonna be able to like gather up zombies and all the various mobs of the overworld and lead them to fight against the nether there wasn't a huge amount of like gameplay it was quite a cinematic trailer um there was a little bit of gameplay and you, like you had a flag that like rallied troops to you and stuff like that that tells um, you well <laughs> every time they have a lot of uh, cinematic it sort of tells you that it's a bit further away i've got it in my image that it's 2023 so that sort of ties it well matches the uh the amount of gameplay that they've actually shown yeah that that's that's what i've got here too um but yeah that looks kind of cool it is obviously still the mojang project and I, i'm actually really interested in this which is interesting because i wasn't like at all attracted to minecraft dungeons that just like no. was never never my thing what do you think gabriel because i know you're quite into your, your minecraft stuff yeah i mean well from what you said i'm very excited for it but i am like you say, a bit of a sucker for Minecraft. <laughs> Any anything that comes out, I'll definitely give it a try. But no, I'm really excited for that. I did like Dungeons, and to be fair, when Dungeons first came out, I took me ages before I actually jumped on because I was also quite skeptical about it. I didn't know, you know, whether it kind of took all all of the things I love about the normal Minecraft away. Um, but now nah, after playing that i'm really looking forward to what they can do uh, to see what they can do with this yeah what are you tom you you a big minecraft fan oh absolutely i'm a big minecraft fan. i've been a minecraft fan for the whole time i've been playing video games to be honest um i, I haven't played dungeons i don't know whether it's because i i'm worried that it's tainted my good experience of minecraft i've had in the past i actually haven't played minecraft in years so it's it's something I've I've got to get back in and 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 do because I've got a lot of just good memories about playing Minecraft. But I'm sure that this game is going to be uh, of interest, and I definitely should look at uh, some some gameplay footage when it comes out for sure. Yeah, cool. Uh, the next game that we have on our list is Lightyear Frontier, which looks very slightly odd. It's uh, some sort of a exploration farming game. Uh, where you run around on an alien planet with a giant mech, which is just kind of cool. Uh, it's sort of like people have been comparing it to like Stardew Valley and stuff, but honestly, to me, it reminds me of Slime Rancher, which I'm not sure if you guys have played. No, mm. I haven't. I must admit, when I first saw the title, I thought it was going to be linked to the new film about Buzz Lightyear, but <laughs> like, because I had no context, I was yeah. like, what is this? Yeah, no, I, 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 could, I can see where you'd get that, that conclusion from. Uh, but no, it, you, you run around with a giant mech and you uh you farm stuff which is just kind of a a weird kind of option because like apparently what they did is basically write in their design document mech uh, mech space farming sim which sounds okay. kind of interesting yeah um but yeah it, it is a third person 3d uh game so you have to be quite careful about trampling crops and stuff uh, and you do weird things like you spray water from a giant mech and plant seeds with machine guns and stuff like that uh, but it, it's kind of interesting. It, it's got, you know, the usual gameplay loop, day, night, weather, all that sort of thing, uh, wildlife, and you're not really in danger yourself. You just have to make sure your farm grows well. Mm. The, the trailer itself gave some hints, like some sort of bigger mystery behind things, which might be kind of cool to unlock and look at, but it might just be one of those, those lovely, peaceful, I'm going to have, you know, a day or two relaxation gaming sort of games which would also be cool because I really like Slime Launcher. And as I say, this really reminds me of that. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yes. The next game then. Moving on to Gunfire Reborn. Gunfire Reborn is coming out this October. I'm not sure what it's supposed to be reborn from. As far as I'm aware, this is not a remake. It's just called <laughs> Gunfire Reborn. Uh, it's kind of a, a really cute looking co-op shooter. It's got like adorable cats and stuff as the uh, characters you play. Uh, but it's apparently a roguelite as well, which, you know me, I'm a sucker for roguelites. <laughs> roguelites. Uh, but it is co-op, and I'm not so much of a sucker for co-op, so I'll be keeping an, an interested eye on this one. Uh, is it specifically co-op? or As far it? as I'm aware, it is. I could be wrong, but there wasn't a huge amount of detail. We only had a quite a short gameplay trailer. They packed okay. a lot of stuff in, into, this, into this showcase. They sure did. Uh, after that, we had The Last Case of Benedict Fox. This is kind of like a, a story-focused Metroidvania. It's got like the ability to enter the consciousnesses of dead people and stuff. It's it's very like Cthulhu-esque, very <laughs> gothic horror. Uh, it looks kind of cool. Not necessarily my thing. As I say, I am not a, a huge horror fan. 
but it doesn't look like jump scary horror. It looks more like, ooh, it turns out that the whole world is like an alien dreaming or something horror, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, There's a term for that, but I can't think of it right now. It's uh, cosmic horror, I want to say. It might be cosmic horror, but it's one of those sort of really sort of deep, dark, sinister, yeah, gothic. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, but it, it's as I said, it's a, it's a Metroidvania, so it's you know action platform where you run around, do all the cool stuff that you might expect from there. Um, next up, we have As Dusk Falls. As Dusk Falls is kind of a weird one because I, I, I was talking to Tom Gabriel as as I was watching this, I was sending message to Tom Gabriel like, oh, they've announced this thing, <laughs> um, and I, I remembered uh, and As Dusk Falls. I said to them, reminded me kind of like un- Until Dawn. It's got that same sort of Right. how your choices work affect yeah. how the story goes that sort of thing it looks to be very very story driven it's very interactive apparently it looks like there's going to be like three main sort of plot lines you know with different characters heading each of them and they're all going to be linked by what looks like some sort of bank robbery or hold up at some point um, but there isn't a huge amount of detail there's just a lot of talk about uh, you know choices and how they shape you and it, it, all it sounds like a it sounds like a game I'd I'd love to watch a YouTuber. Say, yeah, that's what I, I was always thinking. I always do that with these sort of games. I never play them myself. I just yeah. watch someone else play them. Yeah. It's interesting though because unlike most games of this type, it has up to eight player co op, which is wow, insane okay. for a game like this. Yeah, I mean eight player co op is a lot for most games, let alone something that's like Oof. this story driven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it, I'm I'm kind of curious to see how that goes. As you say, it's probably something I'm going to watch on YouTube rather than play myself. But uh, yeah. yeah, still, still, ha- still yeah, want yeah. to keep an eye on as time progresses. After that, we had an announcement of Naraka uh, Naraka Blade Point. Uh, so Naraka Blade Point is kind of an old game. Actually, it's actually just coming to consoles rather than being released for the first time. Uh, and also, it's getting a campaign, which is interesting because it's like a, a PV play. 60 player martial arts fighty game rather than a uh, what you'd expect to be a story driven campaign type mm. thing. Um, it reminds me sort of Dynasty Warriors, if either of you looked at that. Uh, don't think so. No. No, I haven't. Okay. But yeah, basically, from what, I, what I've seen of it, you run around in a field and you go punch the other side, basically, um, until somebody wins. But yeah, they, they're bringing a campaign to it, which would be interesting to see at least how that sort of goes, because I'm, I'm always curious to see how someone shifts from, from you know, multiplayer into a more single player experience. Uh, because as I've mentioned on this show, uh, ex- uh, yeah, as I mentioned on this show, of course, I am a big fan of single player. After that, we had uh, something called Pentiment, which I was actually really interested in when I saw this. It's by Obsidian, so they've got good cred on them. If you know them, they people who did mm-hmm. stuff like Fallout New Vegas and all that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's got a really cool art style, which I, I also really liked. It's like this blocky medieval illustrated art style. Um, I'm not quite sure how it's going. I think it's supposed to be some sort of a, like mystery game from what I saw. Apparently, you're supposed to be able to, like the characters, the story itself could take over a place of like 25 years, which is insane. Um, but yeah, that looked really cool. Grounded, which has actually been out for a while. It's finally leaving early access. It's coming out in September. Uh, it's that game where you play as tiny people who have been shrunk running around. And it reminds, me of, a, it reminds me of a bugs. film I used to see. Uh, used to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Was it? Uh, yeah, I'm maybe pretty sure that's what like that. yeah. There's another one as well, potentially, but they, they go really small when they're in a, they're in a, uh, a garden. I don't, I don't maybe it is that one, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's finally coming out. Apparently, there's going to have a proper story, so the story is going to finally be fully revealed. So yeah, if you've already got that, you know, ha- have a go at it, play it. Um, there's something called Ereban Shadow, Shadow Legacy, which is coming out in 2023, which is just kind of cool. It looks like a, a stealthy action game along the lines of something like Dishonored, but a lot more stabbing is uh, encouraged, whereas Dishonored encourages you to be all know sneaky and Assassin stealthy. Assassin and sneak, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a, a new showcase for uh, Diablo 4, which I'm sure Tom is excited about. Very much so. I need to watch the video on that because I still haven't got around to it. But yes. Yeah, it was it was quite quite short, but there's some new this new gameplay and they have a new class, which is going to be a necromancer. Uh, and that is coming out at some point next year, coming with crossplay and cross-progression on PC, Xbox One, uh, the PlayStations, and the Switch. Lovely. Um, 
Sea of Thieves had a lovely musical trailer for a new season. You can go catch, check that out. I honestly can't do it any more justice than they did because it's in song. And I love trailers that are in song. That's why I'm <laughs> so big fan of the Hearthstone trailers, which are all music -y. Um, There's also something called Ravenlock, which I wasn't really sure about. It looked slightly odd and slightly weird. Um, it's some sort of like action fantasy looking game. Again, it's got nice stylization to it, so the artwork looks pretty, but I can't really say much about it. We only got a little bit of... It was announcement trailers, so we only got like a little bit of gameplay on it. Um, there was Cocoon. Cocoon is this like sci-fi puzzle game. It's by the people who did uh, Limbo, which makes me think it's going to be very creepy at some point. But also, I am a really big fan of puzzle games like this because it reminds me sort of of like Portal and stuff like that. So I might check this out and talk about it more. At some point, that's going to come out in 2023. Uh, there was a game called Wo Long, Fallen Dynasty. This is kind of a weird one. It's some sort of like historical, supernatural, uh, magical dragons fighting thing, which is it's fine. Like, it looks cool, but that there's, again, these are reveal trailers and there's not a huge amount of info from them. I think they must be gauging, is... gauging the, the opinion from the public as well with these. Maybe they're well, sort of like, you know, are it's... people hyped for this? Is it? I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that's fair, but it's slightly odd because they're all supposed to be coming out in the next year, which is a little late for this sort of thing, in my opinion. But hey. Very true, very true. Um, moving on from that, uh, they also announced that the Persona series, in specific Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal are coming out. They are supposed to come out. Uh, well, we don't know when they're all coming out. Persona 5 is coming out October 21st, and they're all coming to Game Pass. Um, nice. In a bit of news that sent absolutely everybody watching mad, Hideo Kojima has announced that at some point he is going to make an Xbox game. And that was the entirety of Hideo Whoa. Kojima's contribution to the, to the, to the showcase, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, apparently, there are a lot of people quite angry about this. I saw, saw a news story that was like, oh, people are worried about him going away from Sony. It's like, no, Kojima Productions is still going to be working with Sony as well. So that's nice. Um, and then finally, to cap it all off, is Starfield. Starfield finally had a full gameplay reveal. Todd Howard came and talked about it. What to say about Starfield? It's, it reminds me of Fallout. It reminds me of Fallout a lot. Uh, but it is obviously, well, Fallout 4 specifically. It's obviously, it's set in space. There's supposed to be like a thousand planets that you can all explore, the all open world, which has led to some worries about the sort of no man's sky, oh, empty planets syndrome. Mm -hmm. uh, but it does look pretty interesting. I've always been quite a big fan of Bethesda games. And hopefully when this comes out in the next year, they can tell us more about Elder Scrolls 6, Bethesda. They can start <laughs> working on it, yeah. I'm still not over it. Give me Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> um, but anyway, it, it does look kind of cool. There's The amount of detail you can go to character, character customization is insane. You can pick like walking styles and, you know, previous jobs and like traits that are stuff like you I own a house really and you like have that. mortgage. Yeah, I always really yeah. like that, that touch. Uh, yeah, I'm really so, excited about this, I have to admit. It does, look, it does look really, really cool, and I do recommend you go watch like the whole gameplay trailer for it. Uh, the combat system is a little bit different. It's like it's got a perk system because it's a Bethesda RPG, mm -hmm. but the perk system is weird because once you unlock perks, instead of what ha normally happens where you're just like, oh, I've unlocked this perk now, you can level them up through like using them. So like, if, okay. if you get one that's like, I can shoot people better, if you continue to shoot people with like, the class of weapons that that perk is linked to, it upgrades and gets better, apparently. That's cool. Which just sounds, just sounds cool. Oh, and it's got a fully customizable ship builder, which just looks awesome. I, I have to have that. In, in a, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. In a space game, you've got you've to gotta do stuff yeah. to your ship. That's like a number one rule. Absolutely. But yeah, if you like Bethesda RPGs, I suspect you'll end up liking Starfield. It looks like a fairly typical Bethesda RPG. It is, however, very pretty. It looks much better than like Skyrim or Fallout do. So there's that. Or at least the trailer does. I'm not sure if the actual game will, because Bethesda do not have the best record when it comes to making good-looking games. No, true. But then well, again, it's been a couple of years since the you know since the Skyrims and the stuff. So you think that uh, the progression ten, in the... ten years since Skyrim, we still don't have Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> still cross about this. <laughs> yeah, nah. it's, uh, you'd hope that they would uh, improve the, the, the graphics. Sorry. Exactly. Oh. Those iconic bad graphic <laughs> Bethesda games, let's be honest, yeah. they're ancient. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe this is a thing they can do because now they've moved to the new console and they can fit more, they can fit good graphics along with all the content they want. True. It was sort so, of a balance, wasn't it, really? Yeah. So hopefully, but yeah, that, that was the Xbox Bethesda showcase. I've been talking for like 30 minutes. <laughs> Well, it's exactly uh, what we wanted. We wanted a good old, you know, 
roundup of uh, all the games that have been released and, and everything like that. So you've done a great yeah. job there. Definitely. There's been a load of really interesting stuff. There's there's so much more content coming out. There's been the PC Gaming Showcase. Um, as I say, when we cover this at some point, I am going to talk about Tactical Breach Wizards. Um, nice. <laughs> Looking forward to that now. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's there's lots more content to stick around for the next couple of weeks and, and hear more about that. Absolutely. Right. Thank you, Billy. We uh, we have time now for the news roundup. Uh, I'm going to let you, Billy, have a have a glass of water and, and, and stop talking for a few, well, a minute or so, whilst Gabriel starts with his one. But we'll get back onto you in a minute. So, Gabriel, what have you got to tell me and Billy today, then? So, yeah, Electronic Arts is working to make video game clothing more realistic. A new patent filed by EA will use machine learning to predict and alter the appearance of deformable clothes based on the movements of the character. This should result in a character's clothing reacting realistically to their physical movements. An example of what this could mean is if a character lifts their arms up above their head, the bottom of their shirt could ride up and their sleeves could pull back from their wrists instead of the clothing texture just stretching with the character model, just like it normally does. And to be fair, having played FIFA a lot, this is something that even in the most up-to-date version of the game, you still get this happening. And so it's really nice to see that they're actually trying to address it because yeah. it's the kind of thing that based off the years I've played their games, they kind of sleep on and get away with. But it's just so it's really reassuring from someone that plays their games to see that that's, you know, they're, they're taking time to consider it. Absolutely. Um, and the patent also describes that the clothing procedurally uh, bunches and stretches depending on on what the characters do as well so pretty much it sounds like they're trying to nail nail clothing or in game it sounds like an evolution like you know when you have these sort of things that come up in in game design there's sort of like an evolution a, a progression of a certain aspect of how uh, game makers you know produce what in this case design the clothing and how it interacts with the environment i feel like it's like the next gen version of it do you know what i mean exactly sort of, it's one of these sort of one of these sort of things yeah exactly yeah and my next bit of news is the fact that google has been ordered to pay 180 million dollars over gender wage gap lawsuit in the culmination of recent class action lawsuits over google's gender discrimination pay gap plantees have finally reached an agreement with the company Back in 2017, Google's Vice President of People Operations, Ellie Norton, responded to accusations that female employees were paid systemically less than men in similar roles. The US Department of Labor then asked Google to hand over salary records for a government audit, and the case developed from there. It's taken until 2022 to get to the bottom of it, and finally, a settlement has been made. It's important to note, while $180 million might sound like a lot, that amount will need to cover around 15,500 employees across 236 job titles, meaning that comes out at about 7,613 pay per individual. So if you actually quantify how much they're mm. getting compensated per employee, it's not really necessarily that much. So it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, but yeah. You said 17,000? Sorry, set 7,630. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that's nothing. That's that's less than a year's work at minimum wage. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's all a bit silly, really. Um, but it's it's a classic case uh, of a big company lawsuit, really. Yeah. yeah. They, they know that by law they've done something wrong, but they get away with it pretty easily. And that's, you know, it's sort of, People see justice in it, but not they don't get the 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 justice themselves. It's not you know yeah money talks, but it's just something that should never be happening in the first place. Just as simple as that. Mm. Okay, so Billy, you have recovered from your uh, <laughs> your monologue. Um, what sort of news do you have for for us today? So I've got two bits of news. One is just a cool Minecraft build because I like cool Minecraft builds and I like to be able to share news of things that look awesome. Uh, someone has made a really, really big, really cool looking hall of stained glass windows in Minecraft. Uh, now, stained glass is, as you might know, a bit ick in Minecraft because Minecraft doesn't actually give you that much in the way of colors. Yep. Yeah, it has lots of colors. You just can't change things colors yourself that well. Uh, so what they've done 
is, and this, this hall is, by the way, gigantic and it's built entirely in vanilla Minecraft and it looks amazing. I do recommend you go look up the picture of it rather than just listen to me rant about it. But what they've done is it's got three layers of stained glass and they're all slightly offset from each other. So it looks like the colors blend rather than being like distinct wow. stripes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is really pretty. And I do recommend going and looking it out. It is, it's just a really cool build in general. Is it somewhere you have to sort of just stand in a particular spot for it to work? Imagine if it's I'm got not... a 3D effect. Maybe if you go to certain areas, it might look funny, but. It's, it's not 3D. What it's supposed to be is because you can see, because the glass like affects the, the light as it comes through each layer, it sort of blends the colors between where the oh, colors actually striped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm not quite sure if it's affected only by the angle. There's not like a huge amount of detail because it, this is ultimately from Reddit. Um, yeah. But it, they did have Optifine on, and without Optifine, it does not look quite as good, which is a pity. Cool. Cool. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just a, it is just a cool build, even without the stained glass. But the stained glass just like puts it over that little bit extra. Very nice. Uh, and beyond that, I thought I'd talk about uh, a really cool, interesting thing, which is that CD Projekt Red, well, CD Project, a studio owned by CD Projekt Red, could be working on a multiplayer Witcher game. So I'm a bit of a fan of The Witcher, and I know you you guys still haven't played it, have you? No. No. <sighs> At some point, I just have to make you both play it. Like, there's so <laughs> many games that I need to play. It's, it's so bad. It's just uh, oh, yeah, I know lots, of, lots of busy things going on in my life right now that yeah. it's, uh, yeah. So what, what they've said is that when, when they bought a, uh, a studio called The Molasses Flood, who made a couple of like popular indie titles, they said that the, the new studio would be working on an independently on an ambitious project based on one of CD Projekt's uh, existing IPs. Now, there are only two notable IPs really associated with CG Project, and those are The Witcher and Cyberpunk 2077. Mm -hmm. So obviously everyone's like, well, it's got to be one of those. Uh, but the reason people are saying, oh, this might be a, a multiplayer thing and all that is because Molasses Flood has recently tried to hire a multiplayer designer to work on an Unreal Engine built game based on a CD Project IP. They're supposed to have be a systems-heavy action game with strong emphasis placed on multiplayer combat and procedural generation. Uh, apparently similar openings as indicating maybe it's going to have a leveling system and a lot of non-player enemies and maybe armed and unarmed combat. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's looking to all this sort of thing. And CD Projekt have said before that they are looking to bring multiplayer to both uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and Witcher games at some point. So this could well be a uh, an option for that, especially considering that uh, there's a free multiplayer update having begun development for uh, 20, multiplayer for Cyberpunk 2077. Um, I think that'd be really cool. I, I quite like the Witcher game, so I think that'd be a really cool thing to be able to like see and see what they do with it. You know, I, w I wonder if it's going to be something like uh, Witcher versus uh, you know foe. I guess you could say. Um, you know, the I mean, sort of. Uh, I think. If I had to, if I had to take a guess, I think it'd be more along the lines of something like World of Warcraft, where like all the players are working for like uh, one or yeah. two factions, yeah, um, and then they they go out and do a lot of battling against NPCs and not so much against other players, although other player fighting will exist, yeah. Um, just because I think I think they could do a if they're going to do Witcher, there's a couple of really easy ways of doing that, and the first one that pops to mind is just doing Witcher schools, because those those are things in in like the lore of the Witcher series, yeah. Uh, so I think I think there'd be a really cool. I think there's a there's a cool game option that that uh, exists there. Yeah. Um, and of course, Witcher Four is also in development anyway. So it, it it's not it's not hopefully it's not going to be a we've made the Witcher games go multiplayer and we're not going to make any more of these mm. single player RPGs. Yeah. Now, now by infinite loot boxes and oh and, don't and, yeah, <laughs> definitely not going to. We can have a conversation about that again another time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But yeah. Brilliant. Well, thanks, guys. I'm well informed yet again. I, I do like my uh, weekly news roundup. I don't have to go and do the research myself. And I force, <laughs> it, I force it on both of you two instead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was it this week for our show. A few things before we round up. Uh, first of all, stand up straight. You know it's coming. Always happens at the end of every show. Sit up straight. Posture is important. I am um, uh, well, slightly slunched over, but I do have a good posture. I don't know if you guys can see, but I am. Uh, if you want to listen to previous shows or listen to this one again, head over to river.radio on the web, or you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Music. If you want to get in contact with us, there's two great ways at the moment. 
first of being the email hitbox at river.radio please if you have any message you want to ask well send to us any questions anything related to the show please send it over we'd love to hear from you and we also have a discord and correct me if i'm wrong billy but it's bit.ly forward slash the hitbox you can type that into your browser and you will be directed to a uh, a discord site that will let you join our server so we look forward to seeing you in there there's a bunch of content now filling up the discord uh, some exclusive stuff more stuff from today's session will be included in there as well so yeah head head over there i promise you it'll be worth your time and yeah thank you for listening and we'll speak to you next week